Welcome to Fronteras, a program that explores issues at the border and beyond through the lens of arts, culture, and history. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. San Antonio and all of Texas and the Southwest continues to have ties to Mexico, economic, familial, cultural, and literary. Trinity University Press, based in San Antonio, has established a new imprint, Tinta Books, to highlight that connection. Today, we're talking about Tinta Books with Tom Payton, publisher with Trinity University Press, and with Yvette Benavides, host of the Book Public Podcast on Texas Public Radio and editor-at-large with Trinity University Press. Payton says Tinta is an exciting addition to Trinity's two existing imprints. And so right now, today, we publish usually 20 to 24 books per year. Under several imprints, uh, we're focused on, of course, our, our backyard of Texas regionally and with a, a particular love for South Central Texas and our hometown of San Antonio and the surrounding areas. And that's under our Maverick Books imprint. We have a line of books called Terra Firma Books, which are all titles about humans and their relationships with their physical environments from wilderness to urban environments. Uh, and that's really the uh, most known and oldest and most established part of our list. But what we're here to talk about today and what we're really excited about recently is the new Tinta Books imprint, uh, which we launched kind of a soft launch during COVID, had been working on for years. And uh, we're excited that the first season of titles uh, are about to be released starting this fall. And it, it grew out of a um, interest in Mexico that played out by publishing lots of great one-off books over the years. When we looked at our catalog, we realized we had you know, 20 or 30 books about Mexico, but had never thought of them as a collection or thought about it that way. And as we did more work in the market, we realized that there was really what we saw as a profound opportunity, but also a profound need for a deeper dive and a deeper commitment. And so publishers publish great books about Mexico all the time, but they're all one-offs, and we've decided to bring it all together in an effort called Tinta Books. Publishers really express their values in terms of their commitments editorially by creating imprints, which sends a message of real commitment to an area of focus. What I think is really interesting in looking sort of at this list of titles that you've already uh, released, at least a dozen, I believe, that you've already released, that it really is books that center on Mexico, not necessarily the Mexican-American experience in Texas, but you sort of go further, deeper in to Mexico. Can you talk about that decision to focus really more on that country? Sure. It certainly was a discussion. And uh, we decided to give ourselves some latitude. Uh, folks will bring to it and take from it uh, their own experience and their, their own uh, interests. But we decided to define the imprint as books related to Mexican and Mexican-American history, culture, and current affairs. But admittedly, coming out of the gate, most of the books we're publishing are, are solidly in Mexico, solidly related to Mexico. And uh, we're doing a number of those too, I'm happy to say, in partnership with publishers in Mexico. We considered part of this journey that we're on and the business model we're trying to create, one of trying to uh, build deeper relationships with publishers in Mexico, thinking that some of the books we publish, they may be interested in in Spanish. And in turn, any number of great books they're publishing will be bringing into English. 
And so, Yvette, you have a background in academia. You also are host of the Book Public podcast here on Texas Public Radio. So you obviously have that love of books as well. What is your role as editor-at-large for Tinta Press? Uh, I believe you actually were uh, absorbed somehow into Trinity University Press not too long ago as well. And so now you have sort of this special uh, role. Can you tell us about that role? I do have this wonderful connection with Trinity University Press that goes back to a book I co-authored with David Martin Davies published by Trinity University Press called San Antonio 365. And as you know, that came from these tricentennial minutes that we did in 2018. They were these 39-second radio spots that ran every day and were such a labor of love, a lot of research. I mean, they were 39-second spots. That was just a distillation of a tremendous amount of research and writing and thinking about San Antonio's history. And we had so much material that it turned into this book. And so that was one connection. Tom Payton and I have always met for coffee and talked about different other ways that we might be able to collaborate. And Tinta now is one of those, yes. So the idea of my love for books extends to this idea about Mexican writers and literary translation and also Mexican-American writers. And you're right to differentiate between the two. They can be very, very different types of things, very different literature even, with some commonality too, of course. But but to go back to your question, yes, yeah, so the editor-at-large is this role that where I get to sort of be in academia, be at Texas Public Radio, <laughs> and be at Trinity as an editor-at-large who's sort of maybe not, uh, how do I say this, Tom? <laughs> it's sort of a, a role that can come in and work on these various projects and maintain the other things that I do. So it's just kind of a dream position to be able to do that and also to brainstorm with Tom about different ideas that we have about books and authors that we want to work with. So, yeah, it's been a lot of fun, too. We're excited to have Yvette on the team. And there's a trend, a small trend with publishers, book publishers these days, to turn to an editor-at-large model. It's really exciting because it allows us to partner with, collaborate with individuals who, like Yvette, who may be wearing other hats and living busy lives, but who bring great passion and expertise about a particular area of focus to the table and give them the latitude to be out and about and talking to people about possible books and then uh, help shepherd them in, perhaps, uh, work on the books, uh, help develop them editorially. And so we've seen any number of publishers across the country, especially university presses in recent years, turn to this model. And uh, there's but a handful really out of the gate in doing it. And we're excited to be part of that group and to have a vet on the team to help us really shape and define. And like I said, just bring a lot of passion to the project, which is ultimately what it's all about. Tom Payton is a publisher with Trinity University Press. We're also joined by Yvette Benavides, editor-at-large with Trinity University Press and host of the Book Public Podcast on Texas Public Radio. We're talking about the new Trinity University Press imprint, Tinta Books, which will release up to 10 books a year, focusing on Mexican and Mexican-American culture, history, and current affairs. When we come back, 
To Tom Payton, it's only natural that a publisher in San Antonio would embark on an effort like Tinta Books. Arguably to many, we are in Mexico, and we certainly were Mexico. And the tethers aren't peripheral, and they're not inconsequential. Our conversation continues next on Fronteras. Welcome back to Fronteras. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio. Book publishing is primarily a white industry, particularly the big publishing houses. There has been a push to diversify the industry, like at Penguin Random House, but change is slow at publishers large and small. How do smaller university presses tackle the issue of diversity? Trinity University Press in San Antonio has launched a new imprint, Tinta Books, which focuses on books reflecting on Mexican culture and history. Today, we're talking with Trinity University Press publisher Tom Payton and the press's editor-at-large, Yvette Benavides. Payton explains how university presses differ from the standard publishing industry and how Tinta Books is part of Trinity University's broader initiative to diversify. The university presses are kind of interesting creatures, but they're not all the same, for sure. There's about 180, give or take, university presses in the country, and they range widely from those that publish exclusively academic, scholarly work to uh, those that have more of a what we call trade focus, which is good, quality, well-done books for general readership. Trinity is on that end of the spectrum, and by design, we we are a trade-focused publisher. We're interested in broad general readership. Of course, some of our books have scholarly or academic content. And within that framework, publishers range from four or five books a year to well over 100 t- new titles a year. Uh, so we fit kind of just squarely in the, in the middle of the model. That said, uh, to your question, yes, publishing broadly media, broadly book publishing in particular, has uh, become made aware of and and in many cases stepped up to the not uh, simple question about uh, diversity and range of voice and experience and all the related kinds of topics. And it's a very real thing. I think uh, there's a wide range of experiences out there from publishers that are very effectively addressing this and proactively and creatively to those that are stumbling a bit and trying to figure it out, um, maybe paying it lip service and those kind of issues. At Trinity, we've taken uh, what will be an ongoing deep dive with regard to the same questions. Some of it, I think, parallels much of the same discussion going on broadly at Trinity as an institution, as a university. So I think it shows up on campus in, in many different ways, and hopefully time will tell effectively and successfully. And then within our discussions for our established lists, such as I mentioned, Terra Firma or or Maverick books, uh, it becomes a matter in that they're established imprints. It becomes a matter of looking, what are we publishing under that imprint? And how are we finding those books? And who are we talking to? And frankly, what do we not want to publish or not want to publish anymore? Or others are publishing plenty of that. We don't need to do that. And what's what bases and, and what turf and which experiences aren't being covered. And so that's an ongoing evolution and shift within those two imprints. And with time, I think people are starting to see different books come out under those established imprints. And then relative to Tinta, when we thought about expanding the list and different options, uh, different directions we might go in, we kept coming back to the 
reality, the wonderful reality that we're in San Antonio, Texas. We're in South Central Texas. Arguably to many, we are in Mexico and we certainly were Mexico. And the tethers aren't peripheral and they're not inconsequential. So we really quickly realized that even though it would be new turf for many of us and it would require a different kind of business problem-solving approach, meaning not having all the answers coming out of the gate, but letting it be an exploration and trying to uh, see how it evolves. We decided at the end of the day that, like I said earlier, not only was there incredible opportunity and need, it was a really great place for us to be, a great direction for us to turn. And who better in terms of university presses in America, who better than, than Trinity right here in San Antonio with all the, the wonderful people and talent in the city, not to mention the ease of, of working with Mexico and opening up those relationships with publishers and others. So Tinta is most certainly uh, one of the initiatives that we've made to in part you know, address those issues in terms of representation and, and certainly uh, bringing previously underrepresented or unheard voices to the table. So something interesting, too, that I've been researching is this idea that even in Mexico, there seems to be this movement to have more diversity and inclusion in publishing. So the idea that we could potentially tap into what's happening there and bring it over to Tinta, I think, is also – it's aspirational right now, but I think it's inevitable also. So that's that's something that's sort of happening in a parallel way that I've kind of picked up on here and there. So that's something that I'm very interested, Tom, mm-hmm. <laughs> in uh, in pursuing further. This question of the big five publishers and how what's happening now in 2023, how has it been addressed? Is it working? Has there been a solution to this big problem? I still think there's a lot of work to do in that regard, but I also feel some strides have been made, and I'm glad to see that. And I've always admired what Trinity has done all along in terms of Maverick Press and in terms of Terra Firma. There has already always been that sense of inclusion for me from my vantage point with the work that they do. So I feel so excited for what Dinda can do in that regard. And I, I do think that the connection to Mexico and the connection to the border, the connection to Mexican-Americans in the United States, I think that has a lot of potential even to extend its reach to other places in Latin America and even other borders or and e- even other spaces that face this similar kind of transaction, right, of influence and of an inner dependability sometimes too. I just think there's a, a world of potential within Tinta as it grows and as we think about the ways that we can address this issue of diversity and inclusion. So, Yvette, tell us about some of these titles that are going to be among the first to be published under the Tinta imprint. Well, I can definitely tell you about the one that I've been working yes, on. Yes, <laughs> I saw that you're going to be an, a co-editor, I believe, on one yes. of these books. With Adela Pineda Franco from UT Austin and with Jim Mendiola, who's a documentary filmmaker here in San Antonio. So we are co-editing a book, Anthology of Short Fiction, about Dia de los Muertos. You know, Dia de los Muertos, is, it's one of these things that is puro San Antonio, right? I mean, it's, it's such a big celebration here in San Antonio. But in terms of 
literature, in terms of literary fiction, believe it or not, there's not really an anthology like this. So we're very excited to bring original stories curated just for this collection and also other works by Mexican-American and Mexican writers, and some in literary translation. Some have been translated for this book. So, yeah, stay tuned for that. We're very <laughs> – we're so excited about this book. And I think Tom can speak to some of the other uh, titles on that list. Tom? We have a you know rich list that we're really – excited about here in the first, what we laid out was the first year, but starting with this fall season. And it's kind of an eclectic mix. And it also reflects some of the uh, first relationships, partnerships we formed with publishers in Mexico. Uh, so a few of these books are, are English language editions that we're bringing out here of books that have been just published or popularly received in Mexico. Uh, two books that we are really excited about our history titles, but uh, fresh and, and unique each in their own way. Uh, one is a, an illustrated history of Mexico City. Curiously enough, both of these books share the same author, even though they're from two different publishers. Uh, that was published originally in Spanish just several months ago by Nostra in Mexico City, and it's by Alejandro Rosas, who's a very popular broadcaster and journalist in, in the city. And the other is a comprehensive, absolutely beautiful, lavishly illustrated uh, history of Mexico told in, through 100 you know, events or moments. A moment may be a moment or a moment may be a period an epic period. But um, it's a book that has just simply not been published before. They published in Spanish. We'll be bringing it out in English. And then, of course, unapologetically, any publisher in America, <laughs> any publisher anywhere, the editors, whoever they may be, bring their own sensibility to what they do. And for me, that's architecture. And so uh, I had formed a a great relationship with a, a company in Guadalajara, Architonica, that publishes wonderful architecture books and is growing very quickly. And so I'm very proud we'll be bringing out two important books. One's really much loved, associated with California, mid-century modernist uh, Richard Neutra. But what most people don't realize is uh, this European known for his work in California and sought-after homes today in California. Uh, his most formative thinking was during his years traveling through Latin America and learning way before we started labeling things like sustainable, you know, <laughs> learning how to design with the heat, with the wind, with, with nature in what are otherwise modern structures. And the other is a book of conversations with the notoriously quiet mind of um, Mexico's most famous architect, Luis Paragon of course, who won the Pritzker Prize. But very little is known about his design philosophy. Mm. Uh, he was notoriously quiet. Uh, he let his work speak for himself, as artists <laughs> will say. Uh, but we're very excited to be bringing that book out in English as well. And yeah, of course, just a wide cross-section of other titles from from uh, Mi Cultura, uh, Al Rendon's photography, which will be the subject of an exhibit at the Witte uh, Museum this fall, to two books co-edited by Norma Kentu, a collection of Latina poetry and another uh, on the um, the legend, the lore, the larger-than-life uh, history of uh, La Llorona. Yvette, are there any of those that just kind of spark excitement when you were looking at that list? Oh, my gosh, all of them. And that, this is the <laughs> thing about Tom Payton. You know, his love for architecture, I've learned so much from him just from our <laughs> coffee chats, just our coffee <laughs> conversations. But Tom has a very, very keen eye for story and f for what can capture the imagination 
of readers. And I've been so impressed with this. When we've had long conversations throughout the years, we've dreamed together about projects and, you know, maybe they're still in our to-do list somewhere. <laughs> but um, yeah, these, the books, the poetry anthology for one, I mean, that's, a, that's very important to have, I think, in something like Tinta is to open it up for the literary genres. So for instance, the Back to the Day of the Dead anthology, short fiction is not really something that Trinity publishes very much. And so this is an opportunity within Tinta also to publish more uh, fiction, to publish even more poetry. So I am very excited <laughs> about those ideas. And the pan dulce. Of course. Uh, oh, oh we yeah. cannot leave yes. out the pan dulce. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. We're very excited, very excited about this book. We, we had some, some background, small background in food ways uh, by way of tequila and other books we published. But but this one we're very excited about that will be out next spring. Yeah, that will be Ellen Riojas Clark's yes, yeah. book. And, and again, a true first. I mean, there's really it's one of these moments where you look at something as storied and loved and and think, wow, there really hasn't been a book like this that really celebrates and tells the story. Yeah, she was on a past program with Carmen Dafoya talking yes. about tamales, and she shared a story of a softening uh, the ojas for the tamales mm-hmm. in her giant washing machine. <laughs> well, I'm not sure it would rise to the level of breaking news, but I'm happy to report that that book, which is much loved and long out of print, we will be bringing out a new edition of that oh, book. Oh, fantastic. We just, just, just finalized that. Yeah. Do you have a wish list on what maybe, Tom, you'd like to see in the future for Tinta? Not for you to take it as pressure, <laughs> but that has uh, so many uh, wonderful and wide-ranging kind of ideas beyond just our discussions, but uh, with real, really interesting projects. So first and foremost, we're really excited to see Yvette's work evolve and, and develop and uh, what ideas that she has. We're continuing to open up relationships with additional publishers to get more range on the list. There's an art publisher uh, that we're in talks with that I hope will uh, result in any number of visual arts books where I know Yvette's uh, been working in, in part and uh, a keen interest on our part, again, is on the literary side from um, select uh, fiction projects at the moment, anthologies, through to uh, you know certainly creative nonfiction and memoir and other work. And again, bringing out those stories and perspectives, age-old or, or current day, that just have not gotten the attention or been celebrated in the way that they should be in the English language in the United States. So that, that's where we have a lot of work to do, but we have a keen interest. I just can't say enough about how proud I am to be associated with something like this. I think that books are so important in all of our lives, and not to be too corny about it, but I feel like in, you know, in 2023, here we are talking about chat GPT and talking about <laughs> all these, these sorts of things. And I feel like, you know, in my own life, I have a Kindle. I love to be able to press a button and have a book within seconds, you know, and my pocketbook is not, <laughs> not maybe not so thrilled about that. <laughs> so it's so easy. It's like Christmas every day. But I do feel like the idea of of a book, of making a book, is something so miraculous almost. And to have the focus on the things that Tinta focuses on, I just feel like it's such a gift to readers. And uh, I'm just looking forward to seeing where things go. I guess I would just say that I am thankful for the collaborators, the, the partners that we have. 
and also thankful to be in a, an environment uh, that Trinity has allowed. Because what we do, you know, for a lot of publishers, especially the big ones, publishing is a business. It's a commercial business, despite the quality of the work they publish, of course. At the end of the day, it's a business. But for any number of small presses in America and certainly university presses, the phrase that needs to lead is really more mission-driven. And uh, it's not something – it's a popular phrase today, I know. But it's not something that's really been uh, in our vocabulary in the past. But you're seeing it more and more with presses like Trinity and others that what we do is a business, of course. But it's really mission-driven work. You know, that's something we remind ourselves about or try to remind ourselves about daily. And I feel very fortunate to work in that environment. Tom Payton is a publisher with Trinity University Press in San Antonio. He has over 25 years' experience in the book and publishing industry. Yvette Benavides is editor-at-large with Trinity University Press, host of the Texas Public Radio Book Public Podcast, and professor of English and Creative Writing at Our Lady of the Lake University in San Antonio. Thanks for joining us for Fronteras. Fronteras is produced by Norma Martinez and Marian Navarro. Our executive producer is Dan Katz. Our editor is Fernando Ortiz Jr. Charanga Cakewalk composed our theme music. Hear past episodes at tpr.org and on the Fronteras podcast. I'm Norma Martinez with Texas Public Radio in San Antonio.